Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. The St. Louis singer, previously known as Brianna Elise, was anticipating a huge 2020. She'd changed her stage name to BB and released a well-received EP. She was booking shows in New York City. She was named a Kranzberg music artist in residence. Her career seemed poised for takeoff, with tracks like Is That Alright, combining jazz, hip-hop, and R&B. And then came the coronavirus. And while promising artists being grounded during this time is not unique, what BB is doing as she waits for the world to restart perhaps is not. She's using her time to advocate for mental health, and that's a topic that was important to her even before the pandemic. And she's here with us today to discuss her life and work. So, BB, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me on today. So your singing career was really taking off just as the whole world fell apart. How hard did that shutdown hit you emotionally? Um, It was completely devastating for me. Um, I literally just didn't get out of bed for anything for a month. I was still in classes. I took my classes from my bed. I ate in my bed. Like I was doing everything from my bed because I was just completely devastated. That sounds awful. I mean, just not even being able to get out of bed. How were you able to pull yourself out of that funk? Well, for after doing it for about a month, I was like, okay, it seems like this this is just something that's kind of happening. And we don't really know what the end is going to look like or when that's going to be. So I'm going to have to adjust or I'm going to continue to just be miserable in bed. And I didn't want to continue that. So you chose the opposite of misery. You were going to find your way out of it. Um, what, what, what were some of the steps that you took once you were like, yeah, I'm ready to sort of reenter life again? So literally one of the first things I did was like put on makeup again <laughs> because um, in quarantine, of course, not having any place to go, I, I literally just my appearance was not something that I was worried about at all. Um, but one day I put on makeup and I was like, okay. Well, I think maybe now, since I look like something again, I can take a picture. So I set up like a creative corner with like a backdrop so that I could take a photo. And um, eventually I started adding different things to that space so I could kind of work and start just getting like in a creative mode again. And it worked. <laughs> That's great. And it is amazing how just, I don't know, for me, it's mascara, but just putting on a little bit of makeup, it can yep. really change your entire feeling. I understand you also signed up to teach uh, virtual voice lessons. This is something you'd previously done in person. Uh, What made you decide to take the leap to something that seems really tough to do this remotely? Absolutely. Well, uh, for one, it was me trying to find a sense of normalcy again. Um, Singing, uh, it was something that, I mean, after the quarantine started there were a lot of people who had jumped into like the live streaming and I that wasn't something that I did like head first into so I hadn't sung for a minute and I missed it so I was like okay I want to get back to it but also um being a performing artist um, and having that as my main source of income I needed to kind of fill that back in again 
So I figured, you know, virtually I would still be able to offer the service. So, And has there been good reception? People are interested in doing it online. Absolutely. Yes, I've had a couple of students and I really enjoy it. Um, so it's it's just as good as doing it in person to me. Well, that's great. And I want to talk a little bit about that music career that was taking off so well before all of this changed. Um, last oh, yeah. year, you joined up with a band. This is BB and the Neo Souls is your name when you're together. Was it hard to adjust from being a solo artist to being part of this bigger group? Um, it actually was. At first, I didn't think it would be because I had wanted a band for such a long time. Um, but not having one um, and putting one together for myself, you kind of see how you kind of have to have the same kind of values and care about the same thing, trying to have the same goal with a group of musicians. And it's different from just kind of doing all that and taking all your ideas for yourself. Did you get that that right group? Um, Did you find the right people right away? Or did you have to do some adjusting even to get to that place of being on the same page as as you just described? No, there was there was definitely some adjusting. Um, I think I started off when I first had my first performance at the Cransburg Darkroom. I had like a six piece band. (laughs) So we have grown all the way down to there's four of us right now. keys, bass, drums, and me singing vocals. But at the beginning, there was much more. And um, eventually, I hope to, you know, upsize again when necessary. But it really is about having, finding like a mesh. Well, so you and your band, you found your mesh, I think, because you have a new album coming out. And it just sounds terrific. I want to play a track from this. This is, uh, the album is called Elements. And the first song is called Air. Let's listen to that. Can I breathe your hair? How gets you there? Tell me my limits. If you don't, I just won't have any. I swear, you make me swear. You make me care about us. I'll take care of our love. Oh, you got me. the track air um, from the album elements i have to imagine that that's intentional that you're singing about air as you're talking about the elements are there also songs about fire and, and water absolutely so basically the whole setup of the album is that for earth air fire and water there are songs under each category that i feel like you know the emotions of the song and whatever the song story is kind of embody that element. And so what's the story behind this one? It's such a lovely piece. Oh, thank you so much. So air is something that when I was thinking about it as an element, like it felt very broad and big to me, like everyone breathes air. So we all share it. But um, I wanted to kind of think about it in more of an intimate context. So um, just thinking about sharing air and just close spaces with 
the special people that you love. That's the direction that I took it in. It's interesting. Air is something, as you say, it's all around us. And yet it feels like with COVID-19, this is something that we're all thinking about so much more. Uh, do you find right. this song taking on new meaning for you in this in this strange time that we're in? Absolutely. So I had actually just begun writing it, like the start of it, just before um, COVID began. So I recorded it after um, the first couple of months of quarantine. And I was like, this is to- this means something totally different now. It, it almost kind of intensifies uh, the meaning and kind of brings out really how special sharing spaces with people that we care about are. That's a good way to think about it. I mean, we can think of air as, as then becoming this negative, dangerous thing. But you're saying, no, yeah. there's, there's real intimacy when you can find someone where you can you can share that air with them. Yes, absolutely. It's definitely special and more special now, I'd say. <laughs> so this song sounds great. What is the timing? Uh, are you going to release this album in the middle of a pandemic? So I, when I first began working on the album, we can't, the pandemic hadn't started and I was hoping for a November release but with everything going on and having to kind of slow down and not being able to do as much work on it so far it is set for a spring 2021 release so we're getting a little bit of a sneak peek today Absolutely. And I do want to explain why we're getting that sneak peek. You're actually part of a virtual concert. This is this week on Thursday. This is called the Instrumental, heavy accent on mental there, Instrumental Health Concert. This is hosted by Providence Young Professionals Board. This is an organization that promotes mental health in the community. I understand you volunteered for their after-school music program even before the pandemic. How did you get involved with that? I did. So someone who I had worked with in the studio... um, prior to just on just making music. Um, He was working with a program under Provident uh, Mentors in Music. His name is Alandon Pitts. And he reached out to me uh, knowing that I was a vocalist and with the mission of the after school program being for the kids to write a song about their school and they get to record it and then make a music video. He knew that I had kind of experience doing those things. And um, with my degree being in psychology that I would be able to work with kids as well. So, um, yeah, he reached out to me and I was happy to do it um, because I do love working with kids and just having music on top of it. It was perfect. It, it does seem somewhat unusual that you're a musician who ended up majoring in psychology. Um, what, yeah. what led to your interest in that? Well, I started off as a music major. I'd gotten a scholarship for a jazz vocal track at Webster University. And after about three years, so it took me a while, but um, I didn't feel just in place with that degree. Um, And I had been taking other psychology classes throughout my time. And I was like, well, I know that academia and you know what you do in your career doesn't necessarily have to always match up the same or like just because I'm doing music doesn't mean I have to have a music degree Mm -hmm. so I wanted to then go ahead and switch my studies to something that I kind of find I found an interest in academically you actually you told our producer that studying psychology helped you feel better How, how so absolutely because just learning about um behaviors and group behaviors for things that uh, growing up throughout my life that I thought that I had done just myself and that I didn't think, you know, quite made sense. Like there are things that everyone go, 
goes through that don't quite make sense. Uh, the example I used specifically was um, just this time in high school where I felt like I was really just going crazy and taking an uh, adolescent psychology class and just learning that that's just our hormones coming in and kind of everyone's going through it. It just kind of made me feel better. Yeah, it's so important to have that perspective sometimes. I think sometimes when people are so young, it's it's hard to know which feelings are outside the box and which ones are, are something that's just sort of a normal step of life. Like it feels like you not wanting to get out of bed for the first right. month of the coronavirus, that was actually a, a fairly normal response to some craziness exactly. going on. <laughs> but I will say now that this has been going on as long as it has, it probably would be time for people to get out of bed if they're still that depressed, that that might be a a bad sign there. Do you have a tip for or tips for artists who are dealing with that level of stress and anxiety right now? Absolutely. I would just say to kind of focus inward as much as possible. Um, Something that I had done when I was just starting to kind of get out of bed was um, while staying updated and making sure that I knew what was going on in my community um, with COVID information, I tried not to take too much of it in. Um, just because it can be, can take up all of your time and then all of that information, you don't know what necessarily is and isn't legitimate and it can all be really scary. Mm-hmm. So kind of cutting that out to just what I needed to know and then focusing on the things that I wanted to do um, and seeing how I could continue that just from home or wherever I was. And that's some great advice. Maybe put down your phone a little bit. Um, Look away from the headlines. Well, Bibi, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. And we do want to remind people the instrumental health concert hosted by Provident Behavioral Health is from 530 to 7 on Thursday night. Concert proceeds directly support those who benefit from Providence's services. They're asking people to pre-register, and information about that is on our website. That's stlpublicradio.org. We're going to go out of the show to some music from BB, and this is called I Want Ya. Podcast episodes of St. Louis on the Air are available at stlpublicradio.org. Or you can subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts, the Google Podcast app, or wherever you get your podcasts. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. That's 90.7 KWMU. Thank you for listening. I'm Sarah Fenske. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.